In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dearly beloved children of God, and welcome to Thursday in the 28th week in the ordinary time of the church's year, today being the 14th day of October 2021. Friends in Christ, let us beg the Spirit of God to come fill our hearts. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is You Are Justified by Grace. You are justified by grace. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans chapter 3, from verse 21 to verse 30. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 11, from verse 47 to verse 54. In the first reading, St. Paul makes it sufficiently clear that we are justified by grace. All of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Gentiles and Jews alike, but by the free gift of God's grace, we have been justified, and those who benefit from this justification that comes by grace are those who have their who put their faith in Christ Jesus, the one through whom we are justified. So God has justified everyone in the world by grace, yet those who benefit are those who get or tap into this justification through faith. In other words, you must have faith in this justification offered humanity by God Almighty in the person of Jesus Christ. We have all sinned. None is saved by his own self or his ability to keep to the commandments of God. For nobody has been able to satisfy the demands of the law. That is why God deemed it necessary to send his only begotten son to die the shameful death of the cross in order to justify us. And those who put faith, who connect to this act of justification in faith and are saved. However, once saved and justified by grace through faith, you are now sustained as a justified child of God through faith and good works. Through faith and good works. And that is where Jesus would completely disagree with the people of his generation, particularly the Pharisees, the scribes, and the Sadducees, who would think that by right, being Jews, they are the children of God, the chosen nation, the chosen race, and as such, it is their right. To be justified. Again, Jesus will make it clear to them that it is never so. As a matter of fact, he would rather pronounce woe upon them, for they have failed to take advantage of their exalted position to do the will of God and to carry out good works. On the contrary, they, like their forefathers, have continued in persecuting the prophets, the apostles, the bearers of good tidings, the preachers of the good news. 
and the messengers of God. They would rather build beautiful terms of the prophets killed by their forefathers and they will continue in the wicked ways of their forebears. And Jesus will say to them, Woe unto you, for you have not understood what it means to be a child of God. It is one thing to have been chosen by God. It is another to be sustained in the position of the chosen of God. And the choice to be a chosen of God is not dependent on you or I. It's not dependent on our qualification. It is a free gift of God's grace. And that is what justification is all about. But one justified, of course, having faith in God, in the justification of God, as made manifest in the person of Jesus Christ, we are now to live as the children of God. This is where your own impute comes in. This is where your lifestyle becomes of importance to God. This is where the way you relate with your fellow human beings becomes very, very crucial. Many are justified yet to perish in hell. They perish in hell because they failed to remain as justified children of God. They lived as though they are enemies of God. And so, they suffer exclusion eternally from the presence of God. May God forbid that this befall any of us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But for this to happen, for this prayer to be truly answered, we must align ourselves constantly to the will of God and indulge ourselves in good works, in the life of fairness, in the life of justice. We must keep away from the lifestyle of the lawyers, of the Pharisees, of the scribes, as at the time of Jesus, the life of injustice, the life lived in iniquity, the life lived in ungodliness. We must enthrone justice in all things and at all times. We must stand for truth. We must live defending that which is righteous and godly. We must be truly the children of God, not just in words, but in deeds, not just by our profession of faith, but by our way of life. That is the only time that we can beat our chest and say, indeed, we are the children of God chosen by him and set aside for him because it is in living a godly life, a Christ-like life that will become a people completely, truly set apart for God. The word is then influenced positively and brought nearer to God. But when we fail in this dimension, we begin to attract unto ourselves the woes of Jesus Christ. Dear child of God, if you have been justified and made a child of God, not by your merit, what are you doing today to remain in that state as a justified child of God? What have you to show? What is the difference between you and the one who is still a child of the devil? Is it just the fact that you enter into the church and pray? Is it just the fact that you are a Christian by name? Is it just the fact that you bear a Christian name? Remember, many who are caught in criminal activities also bear the Christian name. Many are Christians and they are known evildoers, publicly acclaimed so by themselves and by the general public. It's not sufficient to be a Christian. 
Just as it wasn't sufficient to be a Jew in the time of Jesus Christ, a Christian can still experience the woe of God, can still experience the condemnation of God if your Christianity ends in name. Let the faith you profess be made manifest in your way of life, in your relationship and dealings with people. Be a man of integrity, not just in word, but in deed. Let your work show forth that you are truly a child of God. And that is why St. James will say that faith without good works is dead. Therefore, dear child of God, demonstrate your faith through your good works and let your good works not be conditioned or by any form of attachment. Let your good works not be limited to space and time. Let your good works not be limited to a particular group, but for all. For God never discriminated in justifying the world. He justified all, both the Gentiles and the Jews, the righteous and the unrighteous, the condemned and the acquitted. Let your love go all out for all. Let your kindness, let your generosity, let let your mercy, let your forgiveness be given indiscriminately to all, so that people, seeing your good works, may give glory to your heavenly Father who is in heaven. For today, he invites you to be holy, as he himself, your heavenly Father, is holy. And may you, in your holiness, find favor with God and with your fellow human beings. And may you experience the blessedness of the life of the children of God through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.